This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Evening Briefing on Tuesday the 4th of July. Rishi Sunak has denied that he's betting the House on the Supreme Court approving the Rwanda deportation deal. The plans have been held up in the courts, with the Court of Appeal last week declaring it unlawful. He's told the Liaison Committee ministers will challenge the judgment confidently and vigorously. Home Affairs Chairwoman Dame Diana Johnson came back with this. So you're betting everything on the Rwanda policy being upheld in the in the Supreme Court? Well, no, that's not, I mean, that's, that's not a fair characterisation of what we're doing. Well, it's I mean, a gamble, la- isn't it? La- sure. Last year and indeed this year, I set out a range of things we're doing to tackle this problem. Yes. So, for example... Can I come on to that? Because I've got some specific questions of what well, you're I've going just, to say. Just, well, well, just ask because you asked, asked the question. If it's, it could be a very substantive additional piece is the New Deal that we have with Albania. The Prime Minister also says he's throwing everything at tackling inflation. We've been getting reaction from our political commentator, Isabel Hartman. I thought the section where he was questioned by Treasury Select Committee Chair Harriet Baldwin about whether he would meet his own target to halve inflation by the end of the year was quite instructive, actually. Uh, She asked him to give a percentage probability of whether he would meet that or not. He wouldn't give that uh, privately. uh, We understand that he's not that confident that he will meet that target. Certainly the inflation figures, core inflation being stubbornly really high, um, suggest that he won't. So he said he was working 100% to achieve that. And all I can do is keep throwing everything at it. Some breaking news tonight and the Metropolitan Police says it's reopened its investigation into potential COVID regulation breaches during an event at Conservative campaign headquarters in December 2020 and has launched a new probe into a gathering in Parliament during the same month. The SNP's Deputy Westminster Leader Mari Black says she'll step down at the next general election, citing the toxic environment at Westminster as one of the reasons for her departure. She was first elected in 2015, but says she's reassessed her personal priorities and wants to spend more time with her loved ones. Ms Black has also told a podcast, Westminster is one of the most unhealthy workplaces that you could ever be in. China has urged James Cleverley, the foreign secretary, to stop interfering after he vowed to defend pro-democracy activists targeted with arrest warrants. Hong Kong police have offered bounties of £100,000 for information leading to the capture of eight people based overseas, including three in Britain. Catherine Philp is the diplomatic editor at The Times. So James Cleverley uh, made a statement last night after this was announced saying that uh, Britain would, um, you know, would redouble its attempts to guarantee the safety of those who'd taken uh, refuge in the UK, prompting Beijing to respond by saying that he was interfering in their internal affairs and that he ought to butt out, despite the fact that these are now people who've been granted asylum in the UK and they are UK residents. Well, Nathan Law is one of the political activists with £100,000 on his head. He's told Times Radio why he thinks he's being targeted. I was a student leader in protests in Hong Kong and uh, the youngest elected parliamentarians in history. And then I left Hong Kong three years ago um, because of uh, the national security law and I got political asylum in the UK two years ago. So for now, I'm doing international advocacy work advocating for more accountability on the human rights violation from China and also greater freedom and democracy in Hong Kong. 
Ant and Deck want to bring back the teen drama Biker Grove for a new series 17 years after it was last broadcast. The new series, currently in development, will return under the name Biker and be filmed and produced in and around the North East. The duo, who played PJ and Duncan in the original show, will serve as executive producers and creative consultants of the reboots. Alex Farber is the media correspondent at The Times. It might be coming back. Ant and Deck want it to come back, or PJ and Duncan, as perhaps we should call them. They've unveiled their plans to revive the show on which they made their name some 30 years ago. Um, They're going to get to work on production. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio.